It's a holiday week. I can't believe it. I'm seriously <laughs> like freaking out. Like, how was Thanksgiving here already? I know. And I can't believe we're going to have that huge Pop That Culture Thanksgiving special. Oh, I know. Where Joe dresses as a live turkey. Oh, really? Let me hear your turkey. Drop, drop me, gobble, gobble. You're going to drop Come me on. from a helicopter? I want to be a hand turkey. <laughs> oh. I want to look like a... I want to look like a hand turkey. I'm sure Jonah has made you a bazillion hand yes. turkeys. Oh yes. my God. Just uh -huh. wait for it, Dave. You're going to get a hand turkey. It's coming up. I'm making it myself. <laughs> yeah, you're, <laughs> you're making it for your wife. Like, this isn't till our daughter does it. <laughs> it'll, it'll seem a little more special when she does it. But just know my hand turkey is well, from the heart. Actually, what you do, Dave, is you get your hand turkey from your daughter, the real one, and you hide it. And you find somebody with an enormous hand. <laughs> And then make a hand turkey from that. Get like Shaq to make one. Oh, yeah, I'm just calling her a phone. Yeah. Shaq, you owe me one. Yeah. Shaq, I need a hand turkey. Yeah, Dave, this is Shaq. I'll make you a hand turkey now. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I've been doing this a lot. That's why I got the icy hot sleeve. I see the doll, the pain. Heat hey, too. Dave, how's the, how's the blocking on uh, camera? What is this? Camera. Uh, why? Why do you say? I don't, it looks weird to me. Does it? Is it blocked right? <laughs> okay. I just what? I just had this weird OC. Like ah, this camera's messed up. Joe's having a moment Ooh, where it's so he, warm in here. He needs Why is to it make warm? sure that his close-up was real pretty. He's like, <laughs> if you're not framing this piece of art yes. correctly, then I'ma be pissed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of being pissed. Family board games. Yes. Oh, the number one game that will make a family or a group of friends flip a table out of anger yes. and distress. And then have a Pabst while wearing skinny <laughs> jeans. Is a Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, God. I've got to tell you, I hated Monopoly when I was a kid. Why? Hated. Because it didn't end? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't above vindictive games because mm. I used to love the crap out of playing Sorry. Did you ever play Sorry? Yes. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sending your piece all the way back yeah. home. What happened? But yeah, just the the people I feel like cheated a lot more with Monopoly, like hiding money, uh, extra money, yeah. and just yeah. it brought out the worst in people. Uh, here's why. Because it's money. Right? Right. And the other problem is, is I think that most people are not fully versed with the rules. Oh. So four acre monopoly might be mm. a scooch off of Santos monopoly. True. You I see like, oh, when that. can I put a hotel here? Now? No. Oh, you're right. And then, and then there's the, then there's the playing pieces. Right. Really? Are you going to be, are you going to be shaken down by your slumlord who's a <laughs> Scotty Terrier? Uh, no. I loved uh, the symbol. Mm. And I loved the wheelbarrow. Mm. I didn't I like, mind the top hat. Top oh, hat was top hat didn't make sense to me. Really? Yeah. It's what this. It's what Mr. Pennybags or Moneybags. I know. All the character's name is what, where. Was like, it knocked off of his head? I had this weird top hat backstory. <laughs> I, I honestly. What? <laughs> I always felt like the top hat was all that remained okay. um, from oh. from that dude. Yeah. Uh, after like he had you know succumbed to spontaneous human combustion. After like the reckoning when he was taken up. And, yeah. Yeah. Or like Thanos snapped his. <laughs> they dusted him. Yes. Yeah, but his not his hat. Like, the rest of him, but not his hat. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that's all that was left was his top hat and a pile of ash. Oh, you know who's not feeling so good? Hmm. Millennials, because Monopoly is like, oh, we should do another themed Monopoly. Right. We'll call this one Millennial Monopoly. Mm -hmm. And yes. then right on the front of the Monopoly, they already have an insult <laughs> where it says, forget real estate, you can't afford it anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Right. Is that how we're doing Monopoly now? You, you know, this seriously, in all seriousness. Dave's like, well, that's true. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's <laughs> crushing student yeah. debt. I mean, it happens. But but, yeah. but all they're all they're missing from this is the the sub subtitle where they blame <laughs> the baby boomers and Generation X for leaving. Oh, them I've in seen this those mess. tweets. Oh, I have seen those <laughs> tweets because trust that there was some social media reaction to Millennial Monopoly. But I don't know if you, it might be too tiny to be able to read it, but he is wearing um, a participation ribbon. Right. That's another dick move. Well, you know, here, th and this is what I'm saying, too, because if I were a millennial, I, I'd be pissed about this, too. It's one thing, like, oh, my, oh how cute, Michiganopoly. Oh, look, you can buy South U and, <laughs> and build an overpriced, uh, you know, Victorian oh, no. apartment on it. Yeah, you can do that. You know, there's a, what, Spartanopoly? Yeah, they've done. Yeah, they. Yeah, that they stuff, a, I think there's a Simpsons one. Yeah, well, there's lots of themed yeah, ones. They can, actually did one for Fortnite. My sister tried to convince oh my, my, my nephew to want it for Christmas. He's like, um, no. I'd rather play Fortnite. Exactly. <laughs> like, Thanks. Why nice I, try, mom. <laughs> not gonna happen, lady. But so yeah, it, like people can do ski resorts. You can do different cities. But now Millennium, that is like that's. I'm serious about this. That's one step away from like oh, people of color Monopoly. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. look! That's oh, a... you, you pulled the the chance card. Oh, your Asian kid is really good at math. Build a hotel. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so here's. Here's the deal. The new game has playing pieces like hashtag, a laughing, crying emoji, and a bicycle. I think there's also a coffee. He's got his coffee uh -huh. there. Um, and there are avocados in there somewhere. I'm not sure if it's a game piece oh, or please, not. Oh, please tell me the utilities, Xfinity, and DirecTV. <laughs> And Verizon. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Something. So, um, unlike the standard game, the player who collects the most experiences, uh -huh. not money, experiences, wins. So you're trying to find, like, the cool new restaurant, a yoga yeah. retreat. I can't remember what some of the other ones were, but they're all so just obnoxious and yeah. rude and people well, are you know what? not having it. That's basically they made a game for millennials without consulting any millennials. Right. It's like, it you sounds know, like a bunch of baby boomers are like, right. this is what millennials so what like. are the what are the what are the millennials here uh, thinking there, Bob? Well I'm thinking uh, you know uh, you know Bikram yoga? Yeah how about some Bikram <laughs> yoga? They wouldn't know the word Bikram. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> it would be like What's that uh, yoga? Uh, you sweat a lot. What's yeah. the, the thing? So, the uh, thing? I think one of the pieces is a bottle of that kombucha stuff, you know? <laughs> Craft beer. Um, yeah, so some of the reactions from the makers of hashtag Millennial Monopoly, it's hashtag Baby Boomer Monopoly. Wreck the economy, vote a racist jackass into office, and then ridicule <laughs> anyone younger than you as they try to resolve the cluster F you created. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Xers can feel like that too because we went through almost a similar thing in Generation X. Was so like, close. I've had people come up to me and go, you know, during the Generation X time was, so what's it like to be a slacker? I don't know. You're asking me at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so and then there were a lot of reactions like this. Millennials being offended by the new monopoly for millennials is so millennial. I'll be surprised <laughs> if one of the new has the experiences that you can buy isn't being offended by everything. So, oh. yeah. So there's two sides to Here's this reaction. Here's my question: Are 
are, are there actually like fake bills in this? Do we know? I don't think there's a or, money. Or it's do not you, a money. Yeah, do you thing. Venmo everything? Probably. Yeah, but yeah no, because you're just trying to collect experiences, not money. So whatever. Uh, it's out there. Is there a menage in there? There's got to be a menage in people there. People are angry. Yeah. Um, if you can believe it, Joe Santos, the ticket... There was one ticket. They know it happened. Yes. So somebody won. Yes. Like over $1.5 billion in the Mega Millions. Uh-huh. Still haven't come forward. I bet you they don't know they're the winner. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, because it's, it's, it's cool if you want to remain anonymous for a certain period of time. Although, mm. actually, you might be able to be fully in South Carolina. I'm not positive on that. Uh-huh. Um, but I can understand you wanting to lawyer up and get your plan all figured out and maybe figure out like where you're going to move to so nobody can find right. you. <laughs> so you could be safe and you have all these billions of dollars. But I've seen different interviews with people who have helped lottery winners before right. deal with all the processing that has to take place. And they're like, usually it's not more than, you know, two weeks, like three weeks tops for them if they need to fully get their S together before they go in mm. and do the whole claiming of it. But people are starting to get concerned, like, after all this, and this ticket is just going to, you know, be blowing in the wind, and no one's going to come forward. And what well, happens yeah. is all the money goes back to all the states that participated, mm -hmm. which isn't a bad thing. I mean, they can use it for schools if they right. want to, and for um, taxes, and for police and fire, or just put it in a fund for another um, lottery if they want to. But yeah who's not coming forward well what what money? if the person that won it was like a victim of the uh, the hurricanes and the flooding and stuff what if the ticket got lost in the flooding all I, right you took I it mean, to a sad yeah, place but okay I, I, you know what I, I i worry about that because i didn't win oh, oh well you might have another chance babe um be careful this holiday week when you're making your turkey um treat it like you should be treating all turkey and chicken. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> you mean cook it. Yeah. Uh, you wash your hands, mm -hmm. you wash your cutting board, yep. you wash your utensils, yep. and then you cook your meat at a proper temperature. Mm -hmm. You're going to be all right. Yeah. But there is a giant scare. Turkey salmonella. Right. And they can't figure out, like, what processing plant zero is or supplier zero is on mm -hmm. this. And when they still can't figure out where it's coming from. Uh, initially, I was hearing mostly that this was a problem with like ground turkey, which mm. that wouldn't affect your Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, unless, when you drop it on the ground, if you don't wash it, <laughs> exactly. Can, mm. um, <laughs> unless you're like a like a casserole family, I don't know. No, no. Which I'm, actually, I would not be mad at. Can I just tell you, mm. just like a big slab of uh, like a piece of turkey, you got to put stuff on it to make it fun. Well, you got to put uh, gravy on it. You got to put cranberry sauce on it. You got to do something with it. Because mm. it's super boring. I would almost be a person who, if one year we said, you know what, this year we're going to do Thanksgiving stew or Thanksgiving mm. casserole. We're making salmon this year. So. You're doing oh, salmon? Oh, we'll make sure it doesn't right. get turkinella. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. I flipped it up, reversed I, it. I, um, I smack it up, flip <laughs> it, and reverse it. Don't forget that. Um, yeah, I my wife's a vegetarian. Oh, that's right. So, and and my son can take or leave turkey. So normally we just get a piece of turkey. Mm -hmm. um, it's a good thing we didn't have donkeys for Thanksgiving because you'd have to have just a piece that of. Ass. Yes. 
just a piece of ass. Um, yeah, so um, you know what? You know what you can do, Sarah? How about if you take uh, a piece of turkey and you put some cheese on it and mm -hmm. some, maybe some mozzarella sauce and you put it on top of a crust? Yes. And then <laughs> bake that. Yes. yes. That sounds delicious. Mm, yummy. Uh, really good. So anyway, I know there's a big turkey salmonella scare. Mm. I think, I honestly think that news stations were excited to have a scary right. thing that they could do that also could be tied in with Thanksgiving. They're like, yes, something uh -huh. else we can tie in with Thanksgiving yes. for our headline. Because Lord knows there isn't going to be like an epidemic of bros dressing up like creepy pilgrims and just waving <laughs> at people, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, it could still happen someday. Yeah. Oh, I've got this inane fear of pilgrims. Oh, my God, there's a pilgrim on the bike trail just waving. Oh, man. Now, I, I feel really bad because... Honest to get poor little tiny sweet Stan Lee mm. passes away and it's just controversy after controversy right. after his death. This is almost approaching Casey Kasem levels. Next thing you know, they lose his body. I know. So first, you know, actor Army Hammer goes nuts on mm. people that dare to post a picture of themselves with Stan Lee after hearing of his passing. Yes. And there was different celebrity reaction, calling mm. Army a jerk, people who agreed with him, blah blah blah. Now not that this source is a surprising source for Ass Hattery, right. but um, Bill Maher took the time to, this was not on his show, but in a blog that he wrote, mm -hmm. bitch about how he can't believe, basically, that people are mourning so deeply for Stan Lee and that comic books are dumb and have contributed to the dumbing down of America. And he found this a way to turn it around and say, the reason we have such a terrible president right now is because adults don't know how to be adults anymore and won't put away childish things like comic books. And so they're so con right. you know, concentrating on stupid things like comic books and then look what happens in the government. I'm like, how did you yeah, even no, this go is, from there to there? You know what, I, I watch real time yeah. um, with Bill Maher quite regularly and it's just, to me it's a good show. And it is, the, the edge of the show is predicated on his grumpiness about politics you could say grumpiness i could say smarminess um, uh, uh, yeah you might self-importance um, well the self-importance part condescension. is condescension i there are times when i have agreed with some things he said there are times when i've disagreed with some things he said but at all times i've thought he's a complete douchebag well you know what here's the thing bill maher to me if if you ever watch uh religious have you ever seen that i have not seen okay that. In religious, he basically bags on every type of organized. Because he is, he's atheist, yes. right? And so, the, what what happens with Bill Maher is that he, he, if you dig deep enough, you realize that if he's just not on board with it, he's not on board. But he carries a weird kind of animosity toward it, and what he fails to do in that whole process is put himself in the other person's shoes. Right. Why do you have a spirituality? Why do you like comic books? And you know, if you think about it, Stan Lee, the first um, you know, depictions of mixed cultural society in print happened in comic books. The, he was Black Panther and what else? Yeah, and uh, you know, basically he had a whole slew of female, you know, including females yeah. and including people with disabilities. He turned dis like Daredevil. He turned blindness into a strength, you know? That I think is what Stan Lee's real legacy is. I mean, set aside the whole MCU. Sure. Look at what Marvel Comics did for people that had really no representation in pop culture. And Bill Maher, 
fails to see how oh, that affects people. He just people. said, you know, as an adult, I like to read books without pictures in it anymore right. because I'm not a child. And right. He doesn't see the artistic value in comic books at all. Right. And uh, and the, although people on Twitter did like to point out, oh, but you'll cash that Iron Man three check. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. He was. He is in the MCU. Irony. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bill, you know, put down your copy of The Economist and lighten up a little <laughs> bit, okay? Oh, Please. Now, I do have an example of pure and and like uncomplicated art mm. and that is the 2001 Mariah Carey movie Glitter. Yes. Which was supposed to launch off the whole line of baby fat clothing. Oh god. Remember that? She uh I, it's terrible. It's really I mean it's up there like in the pantheon of just you got um Catwoman and Geely and Ishtar and I don't know, whatever. Ishtar. I mean, wow. just like of all of the legendarily bad movies, mm -hmm. Glitter is like right up at the tippy top area level. And you know what? And to me, Glitter is not so bad that at some point it becomes good. No, you're right. Yeah, you're like Xanadu, so bad until yes. it becomes good. There are some campy <laughs> movies that you watch and you're enjoying it because of its badness, but it almost sort of like knows that it's bad. And I, yeah. so you can, Glitter is not one of those no. movies. I didn't even really pay attention to the soundtrack at the time. However, there is something incredible happening now. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. And we will tell you the, incre the, the Christmas miracle that's happening for Glitter when we get back <laughs> on Pop That Culture. Yep. What's up, this is your boy Walter Jones, also known as Zach, the original Black Ranger, and you are geeking out with Geek Tainment Weekly at New Radio Media. It's worth the time. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Oh, there was a big reunion on Saturday night. Mm. We'll tell you about that coming up in a little bit. But right now, uh, the uh, the fans of Mariah Carey, which she calls 
her lambs, and they call oh. themselves the Lamely. Oh, um, I, I wasn't aware of this. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, Lady Gaga has her little monsters, and everybody has their own name for their fans. What, why don't they call them Mariah Nets? And then they can call themselves <laughs> the puppets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we. So um, while she's been out and about, I don't know if they just felt like they wanted her to have like an ego boost while she's promoting mm. her first new album in four years. Yes. However, the Mariah Carey Lamely decided to start a hashtag justice for glitter. That oh. uh, abomination of a movie. I, and mm. they got the soundtrack 17 years later. They got the soundtrack for glitter to be number one on iTunes. That Why? is a powerful fan group that, right there. Yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to buy <laughs> no. it, I'm just saying. <laughs> they could have timed it better because her Christmas song is going to start getting a lot of play, and that will start, they should have waited until like, you know, late winter. Time it better, people. Listen, people have their Christmas decorations up right now, so. <clears throat> and actually, um, so Mariah's been out, she's been promoting her new album, but then people always want to talk to her because mm. She has All I Want for Christmas is You is like, it's yeah. going to be, you're going to hear it about 30,000 times right. before the season it's, I mean, is it's out. a bona fide, it's a modern classic. It I really mean, is. It, is. it I, really, like, I of, hate the song. Of all the things she's probably still making money off of, that one will keep her in pretty shoes and dresses right. for life because that song gets played <laughs> you know what? everywhere. When you put this article on, uh, on our prep sheet, Mm -hmm. yesterday yeah somewhere I have a tub of just random merchandise from gigs past <laughs> and I have a glitter t-shirt you do like, I gotta put it on eBay it's time to put it on eBay it really it's, is time yeah. to put it on eBay seriously although like, what size is it because I would wear it, it you know what <laughs> I think there's a cat on it I think it'll fit you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so <laughs> it would probably fit David. Oh, nice, David! You need to be in a glitter uh, T-shirt. I think That's it, it's got the si I think it's got the sides cut out of it. I and, hope uh, it yeah, does. it's it's a it's a slinky little number. You gotta show the obliques. Yeah, What's there's, happening? Uh, there's some sequins on it. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't sure, but now I want it more. <laughs> yes, please. So while Mariah was uh, trotting around to satellite radio, they were asking her about how crazy she goes for Christmas because she's kind of like the Christmas lady now with that song. Yeah. And this was Mariah's response. Do you have a Christmas budget that you stick to? Or are you just kind of like wow out? I should have a Christmas budget. <laughs> <laughs> People don't realize how much it costs to go and do the whole Christmas experience extravaganza that I oh, do, yeah. darling. I have Santa Claus comes, the real Santa. Oh, yeah. I know him. You fly him in from the North Pole or does he use the sleigh? You know what? I'm not sure because the reindeer, the real reindeer, are actually there. Now, people think I'm making this up, but this is true. I have real reindeer that come oh to my. my house. Yes, darling. I don't play around. I see you don't play around. It's Christmas. That's why Santa don't come to my house because he'd be at yours. He's busy. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, we've noticed two things about that clip. One, Mariah Carey still looks gorgeous. Yeah, she still looks good. And David was in love with her as a boy. <laughs> yes. Still am. Still am. So were you a Can't dream lover? <clears throat> With the uh, the low rise jeans, yeah, with the, the waistband cut yeah. off, yeah, that was that a was thing. A, yeah, uh huh, fashionista. <laughs> and then the other thing is that that dude from the Heart and Soul Channel on Sirius XM yeah. is like the new Barry White. I've never heard a voice so deep in my whole life. He needs to like, do spots. Yeah, tell I, me I, about your Christmas. Right, he needs to do more voiceover. 
No, no, no. I take that back. We need to do more voiceover. Contact Joe and Sarah at Pop That Culture. <laughs> oh, that's true. Hire yeah. us. But I would like to hire him maybe for doing like a commercial for us. Right. That would be spectacular. Yeah. Uh, Sarah and I are no longer in the union, so we actually, our rates have gone down. <laughs> so this is true. Like, are, you, are you still voicing for the union? I am not. See, no. I'm out of the union too. Although so. I might go back in and do halvesies, but that's neither oh. here nor there. Uh, over the weekend, we did have Steve Carell hosting Saturday Night Live, and I wasn't sure if he had hosted before. It's mm. been 10 years since he had. I guess this was his third time, but it's been a very long time mm. since he's hosted. And then right smack dabby in the middle of the, uh, the monologue, they addressed the whole, is there going to be an office reboot thing? Mm. So they had him come out doing his monologue, and then people started popping up and asking questions. And then the people that were popping up and asking questions started to be actors from The Office. And this is what happened then. Yes, uh, hi, Steve. Oh. Hi. Ellie Kepa. Wow. Hi. Hi. People would really love to see an Office reboot. <laughs> Because I need that money. Let's get that money, Steve. Uh, I'm sorry, Ellie. I just don't think it's a good idea. You're a jerk. <laughs> okay. Um, hey. Steve. <laughs> hey. Hi. Wow. It's so great to see you. It's I, great to see you too. Yeah. So I um. I just don't think you understand how much money we're talking about. <laughs> like, you wouldn't have to do all those sad movies anymore. I don't do those movies for the money. I like doing them. Yeah, uh, but you could all make some serious money. Okay, you're, you're an audience member. This isn't about you. And Ed, um, why don't we just have a party instead? You know, we can all catch up, get together. No cameras, just friends. Oh, we, uh, we already do that. We just don't invite you. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Thanks, man. Um, Steve? Jenna! Woo! Steve, do you remember the last words that Pam secretly whispered to Michael as she left for Denver? Not really. Okay. She said, Steve, don't be a dick. Do the reboot. <laughs> remember that at all oh my yeah so then they actually cut to his wife yeah. and children who were sitting in the balcony and she's like get out of the house do the reboot <laughs> so then he calls all of the cast members who were there from the office up on stage and he's like we've got a big announcement we're gonna have a great show tonight and we're like Dumb, <laughs> come on but yeah no i don't know if they ever will do if they did, I feel like it would be a one-off. I don't think they would actually do a full season. I would like to see some type of mashup of the BBC original oh. and the American. Like, have I'd, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I, I really would. I would love wow. to see it like those two worlds come together. Something like you know, Dunder Milton has an office and yeah, or there's like a big England. conference yeah. or something. And like a trade show. What's huh? that? Okay. Yeah, a variety show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everybody has a talent. <laughs> right. Um, and then one of the other highlights from Saturday Night Live this weekend was, well, you cannot keep Ruth Ginsburg down. I mean, no. she <laughs> <laughs> cracked three ribs, uh, and people were starting to panic, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. 
my God, what's going to happen to the Supreme Court? Get better, get better, get better. And she worked it out, and now she's all back at work again. So the only way to honor Ruth Ginsburg, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the appropriate way is with uh, a rap video, I yes. think. So oh, that's, yeah. what, that's what they did on Saturday Night Live. Yo, this country man or woman, it's crazy. Crazy. You know there's only like one lady holding the whole damn thing together, right? And you think some broken rear is gonna keep her down? Hell no, and hell no. This is for you, RBG. Actually, I did kind of know. I, I mean, she works out more than you and I combined. Right. She literally has a workout routine well, that she does. Did you see that picture of, you know, after the whole Anthony, the second Anthony Weiner thing where they showed how cut he is? He did work out. <laughs> well, he just did like, work out. And then Jon Stewart did this thing because apparently they were roommates and he had no idea that Anthony Weiner <laughs> was like jacked. Oh, God. Oh, you know somebody else who was working out so hard to get ready because he wanted uh, to have his comeback yeah. was one Mr. David Arquette, who we know and love from the Scream movies and not too, too much else. Uh, he was well, in, he, he married Courtney Cox. He married Courtney yeah. Cox. He's from the Arquette family, yeah. which is famous. I love he was the good Arquette. Never been kissed. Well, you know the the Arquettes. Um, you know, Christmas uh, tour is always a favorite because they're so leggy. <laughs> those Arquettes. I high kicks. Yes. Um, yeah. So he is forty-seven, and for a forty-seven-year-old to do like just regular wrestling would be difficult. To yeah. Get in the Let kind alone of shape take off your shirt. Well, <laughs> so he decided to compete in a hardcore deathmatch style bout for this company. Mm. Um, he was wrestling for Game Changer Wrestling, which I've never heard of. Yeah, they're an upstart. <laughs> <laughs> At Joey Janela's <laughs> LA Confidential. Um, they were allowed to use like weapons on each other. Mm. This deathmatch style wrestling, I mean, regular wrestling can be dangerous for wrestlers, but obviously it's very choreographed. Right. And they, they've gone through so many, you know, trials of doing yeah. it, so they know that it's going to be Do you know safe. how many times they rehearsed the camel clutch? I, mean, I, I can't even imagine. I gotta pour one out for Iron Sheet. But sheep, this I, one, oh, this one, um, they were dropping each other into folding chairs, which that feels mm -hmm. classic wrestling. Right. However, the opponent to David Arquette was attempting to scalp David Arquette with a pizza cutter. Oh. Which is, you know, terrifying. And then um, he smashes a light tube over David Arquette mm. and cuts his neck. And I think because of some of the other things, too, just blood just pouring down mm. David Arquette's skin 
and he's trying to like hold his neck and still do the wrestling match yeah. and there's glass everywhere and it yeah. just it sounds like the worst idea yeah. ever oh, to, like good. you don't need to combine fight club and wrestling and just like no holes barred like whatever's yeah. going to happen is good. this sounds terrifying well, you just get together with your sister and do something safe like reboot medium or <laughs> desperately seeking susan i don't know yeah, he tweeted, turns out death matches aren't my thing. Like, he was so excited for months and months and months that he was going to mm. make this, like, wrestling comeback because he's obsessed with wrestling. And then he jumps in with this kind of crap? Like, well, you're crazy. It, you know who this reminds me of? This reminds me of John Favreau's character in Friends. Oh. Because he ended up, you know, he comes onto the show and he wants to be an ultimate fighter. <laughs> and the joke is, because he keeps on talking about, like, oh, yeah, I want to, I'm, I'm buying a ring. Like, there's a couple episodes... <laughs> Are you getting a call? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple episodes about him buying a ring. And so, um, oh my God, who's Courtney Cox's character? Uh, Monica. Monica thinks it's a ring for... I gotcha. Gotta watch. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of ringing, we're going to let Joe take that call. And when we get back, um, we are going to talk about some controversial casting in the world of Superman. I think it's ridiculous. And we'll tell you what it is next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Iron yeah. Sheik facts in the brain. We got, I, got all wrestling up in here. I I went through my life, including the WWF heyday in the 80s, right. 
totally misinformed on the Iron Sheik, and David just schooled me. Yeah, he did. And I, I'm number one, I'm I'm so humbled now. <laughs> uh, number two, I feel so. Um, how do I say this? I, I feel so wrong. Because Sorry, you were. Iron Sheik. I thought you were dead and not Persian. <laughs> but he's alive. Right. And Persian. <laughs> he's alive and still Persian. That's. That should be the Iron Sheik movie. <laughs> the Iron Sheik, alive and still Persian. Alive <laughs> and Persian. Um, yes. So you are, in addition to being a fan of wrestlers that you're misinformed about, you are a fan of Supergirl on the CW. I, li- I do like the Arrowverse. I do yeah. enjoy the Arrowverse for many, many reasons. <laughs> the fact that you have like all, I mean, the cast really does have chemistry with one another, and yeah. they do a really good job of representing people from all different, you know, races and creeds and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I dig it; it's cool. So they've made the decision on Supergirl that they want to have Lex Luthor mm-hmm. be brought into the fold again and be a character. Mm. <clears throat> and so they thought, who would be the perfect choice for this supervillain? Uh, mild-mannered John Cryer? Man! <laughs> every time, every time Supergirl comes back. I think Supergirl he was really the back. half in the two and a half, Matt, because yeah. he was just so, like, just namby-pamby. I don't know. Like, I can't see him. I know that Lex Luthor isn't, I mean, he doesn't have superheroes. He does have, a, like, a war suit he can put on or something. Yeah, he does. But um, I just, I feel like the, the casting has been all over the Board for Lex Luthor. It has um, because you had uh, for Smallville. Who who played him? In His name is Michael Rosen. Oh, yeah, who was who and was in Sorority Boys? Yes. <laughs> Which sadly I've seen that movie, and it, I would put it actually above Glitter. But um, he was actually really good. I thought as like the we what do we. Be like early twenties age. Like how old was yeah. his Lex Luthor supposed his, to be? His Lex Luz- was Luthor like was like into early. Yeah, 20s. it was. He was basically like a Zuckerberg type yeah. Lex Luthor. Um, and then but he was then, good at it, and he could be scary or intimidating if he needed to be. Right. Well, hear hear me out on this. When I first heard that uh, Ally McBeal <laughs> was being cast as Cat Grant right. in the show, I thought, oh no, you can't have Callista Flockhart in this show. Yeah, she can't be somebody that's that's kind of um, like uh, you know. Meryl Streep in The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, but she's really good at it. And she was really yeah. good. And so... My, I mean, maybe. Yeah. But he, he, just because you can shave your head doesn't mean that you should play Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like, like the Gene Hackman, Lex Luthor, he kind of was more jokey about mm-hmm. it. And then... Uh, Je- the, I hated Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Yeah, a lot of God. people did. Yeah. Borg, terrible. Uh, what Kevin about Kevin Spacey? Spacey? A good Lex Luthor, I thought. I mean, I'm not a fan of Kevin Spacey in his personal life because he's mm. kind of a hot mess. But he has he has the because Lex Luthor needs to be hmm. intimidating at points and scary at points. And I felt like Jesse Eisenberg is neither of those things. And I'm waiting to see has has John Cryer ever played a bad guy? Um, I think in a B movie. <laughs> I no. Here's the thing. I I don't think Lex Luthor is necessarily intimidating. I think that. He can be ruthless, and you don't have to be intimidating to be ruthless. We've worked with a lot of radio salespeople that are not intimidating, but they're ruthless, right? right? You can fall by that dangerous meekness, you know? Dangerous like, meekness. He's yeah. got the meekness part down. Oh, by the way, playing at St. Andrews in two weeks. 
dangerous meekness. <laughs> oh, they don't, you don't expect them to be oh. so hardcore, but they are. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I don't know. It was just, this is, this is a surprising choice. It's going to be kind of a wait and see. Although, apparently in Superman 4, he played like Lex Luthor's nephew or cousin. I stopped at three. It, because you should. <laughs> no one should see Superman 4. But the CW people were like, no, no, no. He's already played a relative to Lex Luthor. So we're super excited. Yeah, this, Nobody saw Superman genes. 4. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of villains, we now have an extended teaser trailer not the full-on trailer for glass um which is the uh m night Shyamalan joint that's after <laughs> you say it say it you wanted to say ding dong Shyamalama ding dong <laughs> no yes no um and uh and the uh, teaser trailer is pretty badass i'll tell you a secret i want to believe in real life superheroes like every kid in the world but I'm still waiting. And yet, we exist. Convince me. Some of us don't die with bullets. No way. Some of us can bend steel. What do you want? I need your abilities to get us out of here. The bad guys are teaming up. I'm the only person who can stop them. We are not meant to have this much power. Are you ready to show the world what we are capable of? This won't be like a comic book. What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name, Glass. Rated PG-13. So this is the sort of sequel to Unbreakable mm. and... Um, Oh, what's the name of the other movie? Split. Split, which I liked. I don't yeah. know how well that movie did at the box office, but I it thought did okay. Split was actually uh, now, it was really good. James McAvoy, I think, could do a good Lex Luthor. Yes. Because number one, he's got the head shaving thing down. He's totally good with it. Um, and he can go either way as far as meek or scary mm -hmm. or not or like in the middle. And, and, and what, what happened to his uh, training regimen <laughs> before this movie? Well, somebody's like, been. Holy. Cow. Carbon up. He got a solo flex. <laughs> <laughs> or one of those ellipticals that you can ride down the street. I don't know. Uh, a Tony Little Gazelle. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, he's jacked. Even more so in this than he was in Split. I yeah, feel like. and, and you know what? Hitting the, the side of beef and drinking eggs like Rocky. Or so, something. you know, every M. Night Shyamalan movie has a twist. You know what I think the twist of this movie is? It's actually Nick Fury. Nick Fury is in this, he's going to cross it over to the MCU. Interesting. Yeah. I don't By the way, can we do a quick happen. sidebar since we're talking about superheroes? I know do it's it. not on the script and do it. I really put you on the spot and if you said no, you'd really look like you were a mean person. <laughs> is this the Deadpool thing? Yes, yeah. cuz we were done prepping and I texted this to Sarah. Apparently, there's this groundswell of support for Deadpool taking over the Stan Lee cameos in the Marvel movies. And then somebody had added in there, give him, give Deadpool the glasses and the mustache Aww. over the Deadpool. And I'm like, yes, do it, do it. Stanley. Um, mm. I think it could be funny a couple times. I don't know if I would want it every time, but it's an, it's an interesting mm. idea. Now, as far as training regimens, 
I know this should be <laughs> on our know. training table. Uh. <laughs> this is, I think um, Arby's is trying to kill us. And I love Arby's. I don't know that I've ever tried a beef and cheddar. Usually I just get like a regular roast beef sandwich. Yes. But Arby's was like, what if we take everything we serve mm. and just put it all on once. <laughs> you know, it's a big trend with burgers. You know, stuffed burgers are a, a big deal. Right. You know? Well, I, there's a, a place called the Primanti Brothers, I think, and they're very famous for their sandwiches that have French fries on them. Mm -hmm. um, there's one in Novi now. I don't know if there are other oh, let's go. franchises Maybe here. David, you want to go to lunch? Oh, yeah. All right. I tried go. it. I was like, meh. I did this, I'm okay with the extra step of eating my french fries separately. Like, I'm cool if no. it's not on my sandwich. The, the best part is, is when you go to the drive-thru and somehow something that wasn't supposed to be in your sandwich made it way into your sandwich. <laughs> like, in Burger King, you get a fry in the burger, delicious, and then usually you get an onion ring in the fries. Or vice versa. Ah! I know. Oh. It's going to explode. So, um, they have put out the Arbonator as of... Mm today actually and i think it's going to go through the end of december but you get the roast beef sandwich topped with the curly fries then the cheddar sauce then arby sauce is on there and horsey sauce yes. is on there and so. dip that puppy into a jamocha shake <laughs> delicious that's what it's missing yeah you're yes. right that's like to completely have the entire menu from arby's all in one thing you should just dip it so there is an off menu arby's item called the mead mountain okay what is it it's called? The Meat Mountain. Oh. It's literally all the meat that they have there. Isn't that an exotic club in Canada where a lot of bachelorette parties happen? It's like right next to Cheetahs. Yeah. You wear, you wear your athleisure there. It's full of women wearing Patagonia jackets and North Face. Woo! Ah, uh, yes. So, anyway, should you feel like trying all of your food combined into one thing, that is now available for you. Now, when we get back... After the food processes through your body. Oh, God, Sarah had to, Sarah had to do the setup. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> as it is leaving your body, there may be uh, unpleasant things associated with it. And this unpleasantry has affected the world of sports. That's right. When we get back, we're going to talk sports and farts next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. 
Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Big slime news. Big slime news. When you want the hard-hitting slime <laughs> news, you tune it right here on Pop That Culture. That's right. Sup? Uh, yeah, this may be, I think, probably your favorite story ever. Mm. I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's at least one jewel in our crown each week. In yes, this, one. this is a jewel this that is, evaporates. <laughs> this is it. So you may have missed it, although I don't know how. But uh, they did have uh, players playing against each other in the Dart Grand Slam, oh. trying to make it into the quarterfinals. Joe. Oh, intense. It is intense. And Scottish dart player Gary Anderson defeated Dutchman Wesley Harms 10 to 2, earned his spot in the quarterfinals. Oh. But somebody's trying to throw a flag and say that there was legitimately foul play because the man who lost, Dutchman Wesley Harms, believes that the Scottish dart player Gary Anderson uh, crop dusted everybody. Mm left a huge stink on the playing field yeah. and that threw off his game when he stepped up to take his turn. After years of people getting the Dutch ovens, I think karma has come back to roost in his chicken coop. Full circle. Yeah. Afterwards, mm. they did do an interview and spoke to the players about this controversy and here's what they said. Where's that farted on stage? Did, did he? No. He, he, well, I think he thinks you did it. You can put your finger up the arse, there'll be no smell there. I thought he had shit, and I went, that's dirty. It was bad. It was bad? It was bad. Yeah. It was a stink. I thought it was him. And he started playing better. I went, must have needed to get some wind out. Yeah. And he thought it was you? Oh, no. Hands up. Swear on my kid's life. So help me God. Nothing crossed. But it was smelly anyway? It was smelly. Usually if I fart on stage, I shit myself. And you know that, because I've told you in a documentary. Ain't scared to... If, if I'd farted, it smelled like that. I'd put my hands up and go... Oh, sorry, I need to get so off. So who was it then? Well, don't tell me. You've got enough three boys up there. So... <laughs> no, it definitely came from, It was table side. It was. It was eggs. Rotten eggs. <laughs> Not from you? Not from me. No. No. OK, thank you. And every time we walked past, it was a waft of rotten eggs. So that's why I was thinking it was him. Thank you. I think he was basically saying whoever knew it blew it. Whoever smelt it, don't it? <laughs> Yeah. He swore on his kids' lives, which you could yeah. either take as him telling the truth or thou dost protest too much that you were not the one that let that rotnick smell now, fly. Yeah, now, in the dirt rule book, does a fart constitute, you know, a, you know the like validity of the game? Unfair play? Yeah. Is that like extra men of the ice? <laughs> is that, you know, I mean, is it... Is it uh, encroachment? <laughs> like, you're right. Like, you're messing with the other players' yeah. equipment because you're messing with their senses yeah. and they need all of them to be able to throw. Face mask. Yeah. You know, <laughs> did somebody throw a flag? <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't, 
I love that if you are a person who's a sports reporter reporting on darts, that that's like the deep story that you have You're, to. That reporter is going, I someday hope it to make it to, to <laughs> I'm ESPN. I'm sending this to the network because. This is going to be on my sizzle reel <laughs> and this guy is by me. I mean, what do they do? I mean, really, he's calling foul. And right. is there is it sanctioned? I mean, does a ref come up and hold up a brown card? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I think you just have to uh, put your shirt up over your nose and <laughs> yeah. deal with it. But it clearly <laughs> threw him off his game. Now, if there's one thing that children are obsessed with right now, it is, other than farts, because farts yeah. are always funny to children, but it is slime. Hmm. Slime, it is slime, slime, slime. There are, like, teenage to early 20, in their early 20s, millionaires who have made money off of being the first ones to like sell these slime kits yeah. for people in the store. We had a slime birthday party for my kid. You know, you can throw glitter in it. You mm. can, your son has one that looks like poop. Yeah, and, and, mean, it, and it comes like... with little plastic corn. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm not even joking. It's I true. believe you. And yeah, it's just like an obsession with mm. kids now. I was just babysitting for my nieces and nephew and, um, and they just had little um, containers all over the place of slime and jello was like ding yeah what if we made slime edible mm -hmm. and they were like drop them like walk away although i don't fully understand because i know with regular slime don't you make it with glue like isn't elmer's uh, glue one of the components on the there's um, many recipes yeah there's uh i, I mean I, kids would eat the paste when we were little but i don't think you want them to eat so clearly jello has figured out how to do it so it's still stretchy without using glue yeah. and that makes it edible. I, uh, yeah, I, my guess is that it's jello and they just swap out a component of it. Like they put in caulk. Caulk. Mm, delicious. So you can you can play with the slime, you can eat it, you can seal your windows. <laughs> uh, RV leaking, put it on the roof. Yeah. Now it is going to be coming out in December, but I think you can place pre-orders now if you're that obsessed with getting the edible slime for mm your kids that comes in just two flavors. Something that I might actually wear and or buy and I didn't realize <laughs> until recently is a thing. A lot of um, food brands and uh, restaurants are doing their own merch mm. and Taco Bell has come out with Friendsgiving sweaters. I love it. They're like, okay, so everyone's on that ugly Christmas sweater trend and everyone's having mm. those kinds of parties. And now, you know, you're hearing more and more about Friendsgivings where, you know, you're doing your pre-Thanksgiving with just your buddies and your pals. I would 100% wear the blue sweater that she was wearing. I would wear that to a Friendsgiving, hands down. Not I'd, a question. I'd, I'd wear either one. Would you wear the big red one? Yeah, I, either one I'd be fine with. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. I mean, the amount of merchandise that you can get for random things. Like, I also heard that... Hidden Valley Ranch has a like so many. You can get a magnum of Hidden Valley Ranch. Oh, you can get. <laughs> Does it come with a funnel and a hose? <laughs> they have mm. a Hidden Valley bottle that is like a Christmas tree topper. Um, they have just anything that you can think of as far as merchandising is concerned. Yeah. Everything down to salad dressing now has its own store, so you can show people. This is what I love.
Now I, we are going to open a merchandising store for the next show, and we will mm. wear T-shirts with his face on yes. it. And that is one, Mr. Craig Folly. Put him atop your tree. Oh, a little Folly mm. star at the top. Yes. I love it. Little little infant Folly. <laughs> All right. Yes, put him in your nativity. We're going to get out of here before it gets worse, and then we'll <laughs> see you on Wednesday.